What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Boilermaker Buzz Podcast. Yours truly, Rayfield Davis and the OG, Lewis Jackson. We're here to break down a couple of the games. Uh, Purdue's coming off a big win against Arizona. They beat Iowa. They beat Alabama. And now they're at home tonight, Mackey Arena, going up against Jacksonville. But look, I want to check in about the Arizona game. Lou was there in attendance, in the crowd. What did it feel like being there? What was it like? Oh, man. It reminded me of my freshman year, NCAA tournament out in Spokane, Washington. But it was the reverse for us. So Gonzaga was playing, Washington was playing, and you felt that that camaraderie. So when I look around the crowd, it's sold out. But then you look up Indiana State, Mm. Ball State, and Purdue. So now when the crowd get the rocking a little bit, you you feel that Indiana pride. Yeah, so it, but it felt yeah. like that NCAA tournament feel. It was a uh, one of the best atmospheres I can say as a fan just to be a part of. That's what's up. What stood out to you about Purdue? Because I mean, for me, early they was getting up and down, and, and years passed. Even last year, Purdue didn't want to run. Yeah. And now it looked like they they accepted getting up and down, and they was up for that challenge. What did it feel like? And what did you see? That defensive intensity. I think uh, one day, one of them days, whenever we was talking, and I asked you when, uh, after the Maui, and I was like, when did Purdue defense stop being known as, like, tough or, like, people mm-hmm. would be afraid to Kinda face it? You know, yeah, stuff. faces. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I kept hearing everybody say that, but just watching, and I asked, shout out to Fletcher. Fletcher did a hell of a job. Yeah. I asked you, I said, you know, how, how do you think these matchups are going to go? But yep. from the gate, you just seen Fletcher dialed in. Yeah. You, you felt Braden dialed in. Like, you could feel that intensity, like, Hey man, it's a statement game. We keep hearing how good these guards is, and we're gonna show y'all like we we can handle this. So just that intensity, it was like we it was a point to prove. Yeah, because Larson and Boswell, they go 16 points on 16 field goals, and they normally above 20 and above 48 percent, 60 percent from the field, both of them. So you could tell Fletcher dug in, Braden dug in, even off the bench, the guys came in and took those matchup series, and that's what. That's what needs to happen. You go back to that Northwestern game, man. Ty Berry, Boo Booey, Ryan Langborn, they combine for 70. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. if Zach getting 35 and y'all letting the guards get off on the perimeter, it can't be everybody. Like Caleb Love gets 29 on 19 shots, but Boswell can't get 20 as well. And I think the guys started to understand that, and that they, took that to, they took that to heed. But one thing I noticed was Fletcher's aggression. After struggling – the previous game, 0 for 5, came back in this game. And he got benched at the end of the game. Yeah. Came yeah. back in this game, 18 points in the first half, 27 for the game. What did you see out of him? I felt like um, that freshman year, Fletcher, we seen early in the Big Ten, and I wanted to take these shots. I'm aggressive. I knew I belong here. You, you felt that. And then I think, too, how we always talk about the Matt Painter has that shooter, the Ryan Smith, Dakota Mathias. I think what he showed Ryan Klein to that progression, like, the aggressiveness to get downhill. I joke with Fletcher all the time and tell him, I don't know how you get downhill, yeah. but to see him be able <laughs> to get downhill with that uh, at that type of level, you know what I mean? Yeah. Arizona, Keyshawn Johnson, athlete. Yep. Like, they got athletes, and he was willing just to attack. And like, so just being aggressive from the gate and just not second-guessing his game was big for him. Because he's taking open ones, and now he's not catching it and looking for nobody else. Yeah. He's catching it. If he open, he's shooting it. If he got an angle, he's driving it. Like you said, there's no more – second guessing and what I saw in this game too was if Zach didn't have it going they wasn't trying to force feed him yeah. like, alright you ain't got a big fella we'll wait for you to get it but we gonna hoop right now and that's what this team need too because even Braden like Braden getting to his right hand off that ball screen he's just looking to get his game on he's looking for Back. his game first he's looking for Zach second and then he's looking for the pop guy 
but it's not always Zach, 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 Zach. True. And that's why he come away with 26 points in the last two games. He's been balling. What you seen out of Brady? Oh, man, you just like we keep saying, he know you him. Yeah. Like, it's that confidence. I'm taking these big shots, and I think that was the reverse from last year. We go back to that fairly Dickerson game or even some of those big games. It was sometimes I feel like guys didn't necessarily take the shot because they didn't want to mm-hmm. be the guy to say, ah, I missed this one right here. Let's just go through Zach. Yep. To where, like you said, this year it's like, okay, y'all going to double down Zach. Yep. Hey, I'm taking this shot. Yep. I'm living with it, make or miss, but I know I can do it. And you just see more of that confidence because Braden took some big threes in the second half. I think we didn't score for six minutes yeah. in that second half. And I wanted to text you during the game. And I was like, damn, this feel like Alabama in reverse. Yep. And then Braden decided, hey, man, I'm going to take these big shots right here. He hit a, Lance missed a shot, but then hit that big time three. And you just seen those guards like, I'm willing to take these shots, live or make with them. So that was a big thing for me to see. Because in March, it's a guards game. Like, the game is going to slow down. Guards got to make plays in the half court. Guards got to find ways to get out of transition. And then simply, guards got to make shots. This year, team... It's early. It's still December, but they're shooting it better than last year's team. They're shooting. It, they're shooting it more. It feels like more open looks. Everyone's more confident in their shot. And what have you seen as far as guys like Mason Gillis, Trey Kaufman, Ren, Caleb first? Because we know what the guards is giving. We yeah. know what Zach is gonna give. What do they need to do as a collective? Um, I think <clears throat> they just keep. They need to keep um, adjusting game by game. Because like you look at that Arizona game, Mason didn't shoot the ball well. Trey didn't necessarily have a good offensive game, but they took on them roles on the defensive end, getting offensive rebounds, doing the dirty work. Yep. So I just think, you know, it's a game-by-game. Game, but Caleb played a good, did a good job when he got those minutes. Even Ethan Morton, a lot of fans are big on him, like right now, shooting the ball and just putting pressure on him. But he's even willing to accept his role, and he's doing the little things, and the offense is going to flow. So I just think it's a game-by-game game basis because Mason's going to make big shots. Trey's going to have another big game for us. So, you know, I just think, like I said, game-by-game. Game. Yeah, because, I mean, you think about Ethan Moore, and he come in a game in limited minutes, two offensive rebounds and an assist. Mason gets a couple rebounds, three assists. So, I mean, they just got to produce as a collective. Look at PJ. Come here, PJ. PJ, PJ come on, man. Come here, man. This is the man right here, man, legend. What's up? Hey, I say this to you. I, I tweeted it. What's up, man? But PJ. it's so cool to see, show the cameraman like to see PJ run the offense. Hold the board up. Just, just see, hold the board up. But, but, but right you see now. the mix like halftime paint just standing there looking. He he got the board writing it up. But it's, but you see the new generation yeah, offense, yeah. and I think that's talking about. It's no disrespect to any of the coaches we have, but now you look into the NCAA tournament run. Yep. You got P is getting really creative and putting guys in position to score. It was just like. Every time coming out, just the efficiency. Yep. Every time he drew something up, it's like, hey, we're getting good shots. Yep. They just got to make them. And, I mean, I play with P, so I can see Brandon reading ball screens. And I text you the other day. Yeah, the reads he making and, like, him coming off and, like, relaxing. Yeah. It, yeah. Ain't, it ain't just magic. So, like, when it comes to Brandon Smith and when it comes to his development, someone in the background not getting a shine for it. It's P.J. Thompson. So, oh Purdue's God. next head coach in line. Yes, sir. He'll get out of here. Yes, He's going to coach him up tonight. <laughs> Appreciate you, bro. I'm going to highlight you tonight. All right, go out. But, no, nah, bro, just um, – but, no, nah, Lou, you didn't, beat, you didn't beat good teams before. You didn't come out – I was here when I was in high school, and y'all beat Ohio State. I think they were number two in the country or something like that. Yeah. Something crazy. Yeah, something. Each one goes off. He get the little reverse spinny layup, go backwards crazy. or whatever. But then you got to get up for another game. That another game, it may not be the number two team in the country. Right. Like, like you see Indiana, they played Kansas toe-to-toe. But then they come out Moorhead State, they almost lose that game. Yeah. So what's that like getting up for every single game, no matter who it is? 
Oh man, it's tough. I mean, because you gotta think some guys respectfully. You're still, you're still not immature, but the maturity level. You just like you said, you come off a big time win. You're playing some of the best teams in the country. So now it's kind of that reverse. Now you come in, you're expected to win. You should win. But now the smaller team is looking at you like, this is my chance to prove yep. I belong here. Yep. So you can't come in here relaxed because guys are looking at this as an opportunity. I'm going to get filmed. I can go back. Maybe yep. I should have been recruited at Purdue. Yep. So you got to come in with that same mentality. And when those guys can show that, it's showing the high-level basketball players they are. If they can come in and compete, do their work, do their jobs, and get it done. And some guys, I mean, just the landscape we in in college basketball, that's a tryout. Facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say that. I mean, shout out to Jacksonville and their coach. I mean, I love Coach Minks, but some of these guys and some of these families, they're looking at playing these high-caliber games and these big gyms and in front of these certain coaches, and I may be at that school next year. That's a fact. And Because, I mean, I talked to a couple of junior college coaches. and I mean, not junior college, but mid-major coaches or low-major coaches, and they don't want to play certain teams. Yeah. Because they don't yeah. want their kids, you know, we had to whisper through the, through the handshake line, stuff like that. But, no, it's not – they, I think they really got to come out and have a mature approach about it. No, you're right about that. Because even piggybacking, like the transfer portal, I can't remember the guy's name. Tennessee, this, the best player, white kid, lefty. Yeah, I just seen an article yeah, they where they yeah, were just saying he went from yeah. junior college to small D1 to now he's on Tennessee, to connect, the top yeah, 10. Connect, yeah, and he's yeah. the best player on the team. So, like, so a lot of guys, is like, yo, this is trials yeah, right yeah, now. Facts, so facts, you got to show up and be ready to play. Nah, this is, um, what's up, bro? Come here real quick. What's up, big dog? I, I want to ask you a question. <laughs> Put you on the spot. <laughs> What's been the focus this week in practice, these last couple of days? Uh, you just said, like, stick to our rules a lot, just keep it normal, you know, lock it on defense, stuff like that. Put you on the spot, man. Another, another question, real quick, before you leave. <laughs> just after that Arizona win and that high, would you say practice has become more intense getting ready for this game? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say more. I'd say, I'll say like, Back to business. Back to business. Yeah, 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 I feel you. We're just sort of keeping up the same thing that we've had going. No matter who you play. Respect. I like that coat, man. (laughs) I got to get one of those. (laughs) But um, I think tonight, tonight is one of those games where, like you said, you got to come in. It's business as usual. You play in Jacksonville. You got to play them just like you played Arizona because that's how – that's how good teams build a rhythm because you can't get into the tournament. Oh, we had one seed. Because we know how that you're a freshman, you'll want to see. I don't know how that is, but I know how that being a freshman, being immature and yeah. thinking that way yeah. is that we play a 16 seed, we're going to win. And I can remember being a, a five seed, I think, and we playing, who was that? Arkansas? Yeah, uh, I remember. That. Whatever. Little, little, little Rock, Rock Arkansas. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're going to win. We're going to figure Fact. out a way. They're coming back, but we're going to figure out a way. And I think sometimes you can't figure out a way. And I think when you approach every game the same, you don't have to figure out a way. Yeah. And I think this is going to be one of those games. But I'm excited. I'm excited about tonight. I agree on that. Uh, kind of pivoting. I just want to ask you this question just because it's uh, Purdue's become big man you. And when I was yeah. there, respectfully, Juwan Johnson was big man you for us. We didn't technically have a seven-footer. <laughs> so I was just going through the list, and I was wondering for you, like, you don't got to give me a, a, a specific order, but if you would say, like, your top five centers that mm. you've seen through the map, painter air, what would you what would you say? And let's take Top Zach. Edie, let's take Zach Ed out right now. No, I'm taking well, putting Zach in there. He won. Right, I, right, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. So I guess give me the other four. I'm going Zach. I'm going AJ. Ooh, AJ Hammond. Shout out to AJ Hammond. Just based off talent wise, yes. Yeah. AJ block hands with his left block shots with his left hand. He can finish at the rim. But if I'm going by production, I will go JJ second. Okay. JJ AJ inter- interchangeable to me. 
I'm with that. I'm with that. Mm. See, I love AJ, but AJ can't be second. He didn't win. Mm. I'm going Zach, and then I'm going JJ. I'm, oh, dog. That's actually harder than I think. AJ is a true seven-footer. Like, he's the original. He's the he's without, the I'm going stone. AJ. I'm going AJ second because without AJ, you don't get that. You don't get you don't get that. Because you don't get Biggie. Yeah. Because I talked to Roosevelt. So, <laughs> so I know. Because <laughs> yeah. Biggie wanted to come play the four at first. And AJ was the five. Biggie was going to have to play the five right away at other schools. Yeah. So I strongly believe without AJ... Paint's a great recruiter, but AJ helped having him there. Then I go, then I'm gonna go Biggie, and I hate to put JJ fourth, but then I go JJ, and then I go Big Fella. I go Isaac after after that. Okay, okay, I respect it, respect it. Because JJ, if JJ played, if they was playing one on one, king of the court, you had one basketball. AJ Hammonds wins. You score, you stay. Okay. AJ Hammond win that. Skill wise. Is that what he can sit down and guard JJ if he wants to, but JJ can't guard him in the post, mm. and he can stretch Zach and Isaac out so to the three. Are we just? Like, I remember him and Isaac playing. Are we starting post work? Because I think are we starting with the ball in the post or are we starting? No, with the you ball just want it wherever you want it. Wherever you, like you got it. one person, you got a you got a coach on the wing. You can hit yeah. the coach. You get a pass. You can go post, but if you want it on the perimeter, you got it. Oh, I like that matchup. I like JJ on the perimeter because JJ can sit down and guard. But I'm just gonna hit the coach and I'm gonna go post. And then go post, okay. Chill out. Okay. Here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm um, And then I did see something on Twitter the other day. I saw, um, and I love Brandon Smith, and he's gonna be great. Yeah. He's gonna be all American, and he's gonna be amazing. But Etwan Moore is never on the second tier of any list of Oh, facts. It'll never fact. be, it won't be today, <laughs> it won't be next year, it won't be five years from now. Whenever there's a Purdue list, Etwan Moore. Always gonna be top five. What up, Fletch? Oh, I'm Mr. Two Six Zero. What's up, man? Come What's up, man? Come say. What's up, man? To the podcast. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. We got Fletcher Lawyer coming dog. off. What's happening? Well, big game against Arizona. Fletcher, what's one thing that you would say changed about your game from last year to this year? Um, just being more aggressive in certain spots and like being that. ready to go no matter who the matchup is. That's it. There we go. No you heard no it no. from your man himself. Have a good one, Fletch. I like those shoes, man. I'm starting like all this gear, man. Gotta get, I got to get back in the portal. Can I get some eligibility for that? <laughs> that was just tight. But, no, man, I think, um, yeah, for that, Etwan is always going to be in the top five. He's always going to be tier yeah. one no matter who no matter who he's going against. But I do think Braden has entered himself into the All-American conversation. I think he's entered himself into the top point guard in the Big Ten conversation right there with Boo Booey. If, if, if I had to vote today on the first team All-American team, I'd probably vote Braden Smith, my point guard. They've like beaten all the top teams. He's played well. You think about coming into the year, Tyler Kolick was the guy, 18-5-5 in a win. Yeah. So, yeah. Caleb Love, 26. 26-26, yeah, Alabama. So, I'll yeah. 27-8. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like yeah. I put him in that conversation. So I think Purdue has two All-Americans. I think if Fletcher continues to play how he plays, he'll be in the discussion. I will mention somewhat. But I think this is a team where – it's no longer just Zach, Zach, Zach. You got guys that can hoop. And even Lance Jones, he goes yeah. two for nine from the field, gets nine points. But you felt every basket he had. No doubt. Like, he's no an doubt. impactful player on both ends of the floor. You put him on play. You see Northwestern, you had him on Boo Booey. Boo Booey doesn't score. And then Boo, he fouls out, Boo Booey go for 10 straight. Yeah. So yeah. I think he means a lot. I think this team is built differently athletically. So we uh, we in for a treat the rest of the year. No doubt. I think just hearing you said that alone, just thinking Big Ten selections, you probably got – 
two, possibly three guys that make first team, all Big Ten. Oh, you got two for you sure, got, and maybe you got a po- you got possibly two guys that can win Defensive Player of the Year. Yup. Yup. At least two guys maybe can be on second team if they don't make first team all Big Ten. Last time you had two guys on both teams. On both all defensive teams and all conference teams, it probably would have been JJ and Kramer. Yeah. Well, JJ wouldn't have been. Yeah, all I, don't, con- I, know, I mean, no, Kramer wouldn't have been all conference. Nope. Nope. I don't think it's been done. Oh, this might tough. be the first year. I that's think tough. it can be done. Yeah. That's for me. Yeah. All right. That's but nah, we uh, we gonna leave y'all with that. This would be. Uh, this could be somebody go back and do the research. Tweet us. Find us on on Twitter um, at Rayfield Davis three. At Lou Jack underscore twenty three. Uh, find us on YouTube at Rayfield Davis Boiler or Boilermaker Buzz. Let us know is this going to be the first team since when that Purdue's had two guys on first team All Big Ten and two guys on All Defensive Team. But until next time, let's get this win tonight against Jacksonville. Boiler up, hammer down, Boilermaker Buzz. We out.